Hey, Carl. What's up, Cam? Uh, talking to Eric. We just got done talking to him, but we're doing this after the fact, which you're hearing before. It's really trippy right now, but man, it's going to make sense in a little bit for you guys listening. Uh, in short, we have Lady T's available. At any, I like how I'm just going straight into plugging our merch. Uh, lady shirts are available via Indie Merch. Um, our coffee, we got that fucking shit. Shows, April 24th, Sioux Falls, May 22nd, Fargo, the 28th. And the 29th are not announced yet. And then we're doing the 30th in Chicago. And we have a midsummer show and a late summer show not announced yet. I already said April 24th. Yes, yes, yes. What are you, high? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so fuck all that shit I just talked about. So last week I messaged Carl and I was like, hey, dude. What are you doing between, like, do you work today? He's like, yeah, later. I'm like, are you available from, like, 1 to 5-ish? He's like, yeah, what's up? He's like, well, I, I think I'm going to buy a motorcycle, and I have to drive it back, but I need a ride <laughs> to a different city. So we uh, we drove up there, and I bought a motorcycle that I didn't register or don't even have my license yet. I start that next week. And I drove it back, and it was very, very cold. How was it from your view inside your warm vehicle? Well, it was funny because the whole day was a, a funny ordeal buying this motorcycle. I got to say, we bought this motorcycle from this dude who clearly had stacks of cash. Like, that motherfucker had, what did he have in the garage? He had, like, four, he had like two le- like nice luxury Lexuses, and then, like, a shop with just motorcycles and just stuff and uh he just carried himself as if money was not a problem but he he was kind of giving us the side eye and then you did the one of the greatest things ever is within the first minute of getting out of the vehicle walking up to the guy and being like hi i'm cam this is the bike carl goes hey i'm a this seems like a place where i can just pee outside right (laughs) He's like, uh, you know, like, ah, and like before he kind of fully started <laughs> registering and then gave, trying to give you an answer, you just kind of started walking like, like, yeah, just a little like, I mean, my memory was he's like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. And then I just went around the, and you said there was a gas station back there. I'm like, well, I'm not going to stop like five minutes before. Cause I'm like, I'm assuming this guy lives on a farm. He probably doesn't give a shit. And it turns out it didn't, but so we're dri- he was driving his, whatever. So he buys the motorcycle, and he gets on it, and then we start heading back, and, you know, the temperature starts dropping. And it's I think it's like 6 o'clock or some shit. Yeah, well, my whole thing was is I wanted to get back to Fargo before uh, nightfall because, you know, it gets cold. It's still cold. It's fucking March. But, like, that day it was like 60, 70 or some shit. Uh, and we were about 10 miles outside of Fargo. And the sun just went past the horizon and a fucking cold front just hit me. And so I was like, fuck this. Like, it's 10 minutes. So I'm like, well, I can make it five minutes if I just do, like, 90 to 100. And I did that for, like, 10 seconds. And then my hands got extremely (laughs) way colder. It was a good time. We almost had to amputate. 
But it was funny because I was sitting there and I had motherfucking gym shorts on. I had my seat heater on. Like, hey, you doing all right, man? Cause uh, I, your hoodie yeah, up. Because I was like, hey, man, I got I got a heater. It's on full blast right now, man. I got napalm death crank. This fucking rules. But it was also super, uh, you know, because we were doing like 90 a piece on the interstate. And, and you had that trick that motorcycle <laughs> I have this 2007 Highlander just <laughs> like oh shit uh but anyway so that was awesome but so we talked to Eric from Time Bomb Pro Wrestling and we talk about fast food we talk about gimmicks we talk about what's coming up we talk about a lot of things uh, yeah and for those of you that are listening to this right now we know you're still fucking with your phone cause it's uh statistically like you're all doing it so while you're doing it right now go and follow time bomb on all socials subscribe to him on youtube and you know go ahead and subscribe to all of our stuff too yes um so i will end this intro though is that we have new merch coming as fuck two new music videos for frostbitten amputation and noxious are dropping soon as fuck and a playthrough probably tomorrow. Sick. Um, so what I was saying, though, is we have new merch coming out. And this is what we're going to do since I love audio bits. So I'm going to give the microphone to you, Cam. And I'm going to show you what I got made. And, I, and I'm not going to tell you what it is. And then you will have the live reaction into the mic. But you can't tell people what they are. Okay, so here, take the mic. Well, I guess while you go grab that, I'll try out my stand-up routine. Hi. Hey, folks. It's, it's going out out there. I ain't got a stand-up routine. Hey, Matt. What's up, dude? Just hanging out. That's pretty cool. Matt and Halil. Oh, Halil's on Wheels is a food service in the FM area. Every Friday? Friday? Whenever the fuck they want. They don't atone to your schedule. You atone to theirs. Oh. Whoa. Ah. Well, are we going to say what these are? Or are we just... Okay. Yeah, you got to come out to a live show. That's a pretty cool uh, knick-knack and a paddywhack right there. Interesting. Huh. Well, all right. Well, go fuck yourself and enjoy this episode. Yo, what's up? Oh, hey, Eric. Time, hey. Oh, hey, Eric. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what's, what's going on, dude? Dude, nothing. I'm just chilling at home right now. Cool. We're, we're totally already recording. We don't know exactly what we're doing, but, <laughs> you know, we're, we'll figure it out. Carl's yeah. doing drugs about it. <laughs> and, Fuck uh... Either. Yeah. What's up, man? Uh, you're pretty much probably going to end up talking to Carl mostly because I, uh, I have zero tolerance for pretty much everything as of lately. So I'm not going to be in a good state of interviewer for you. <laughs> it's <clears throat> all good. It's, and also, it's just one of those days. And also, Carl, like, tried to do homework on you to, like, find out about you, and he couldn't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> other than other than like time ball and then i told him that you met guy fieri once so or you'll you'll just have to explain yeah. that to him um so that yeah, being said fine. um i'm gonna here, here here's carl 
Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Eric. Yo, what's up? Can you hear me? Hello, Carl. Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Excellent. Yes, yes, of course. We have a very inter intricate cable system, <laughs> so your phone is connected to this <laughs> box that goes into this laptop, and then it goes back into our ears through another cable. And we're splitting the signal between two headphones, and there's a little bit of a delay <laughs> because this mic cable goes into another box. If China was on like, if China is on the stock market, like on the electronics side, like we just boosted their value with all the electronics we're using right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Eric Morrison, correct? That is your full name. Yes, sir. Well, hello. It's uh, good to talk to you. I know we said hello, but <laughs> look, look, part of this podcast is it's very casual, first of all. Second of all, I usually do a copious amount of drugs. Uh, here, Cam, could you hold this microphone? Yes, yes. I'll talk. Yeah. Oh, yes. He's, every podcast, honestly. He's doing drugs into the microphone, yes. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, so as you can see... <sighs> Uh, it's part of it. So sometimes I say hello to my guests a lot, or our guests, and <laughs> I apologize. It's all good. It's all good. It's nice and uh, welcoming. Yeah. Uh, so, Eric, I tried doing some research on Time Bomb Pro Wrestling, and I could not find much. I don't know if I didn't look in the right places, or perhaps you kind of like the mystique of not having uh, information readily available. <laughs> uh, but all I um, could tell is that it's a professional wrestling company that you started uh, in Grand Forks, or was it Fargo? Yeah, uh, it started in Grand Forks in 2018. Uh, we did a show at Ohada Records, and that was kind of the start of it. It was meant to be like one show just for like shits and giggles, but it kind of morphed into what it is now. <laughs> sure, sure. Did you... Did you have like an extreme death match in the middle of Ohada Records? <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> the main event had like it had like light tubes and shit, and it was not fun to clean it out of the carpet. Like was... it. That's kind of why I don't want to do shows there anymore. Is it's it's not fucking fun cleaning like blood and <laughs> glass out of carpet. Was that the show that I did a music video for Mall there, or was I? Was that when we got like locked out of Walmart or some shit? Or was that a different time? Oh yeah, that wasn't a wrestling show, but that was just a regular show where uh, like you guys had, you guys had to like crash at my apartment and stuff. Yeah, that, you have a that lady at Walmart wouldn't let us in. You have an extreme amount of Jerry Maguire VHS tapes. It was kind of unsettling. Yeah, I, I have probably close to 200 right now. I'm just staring <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> uh, um, what was uh, what Fucking what? Uh, the Grand Forks. Was that when I brought ham and I was trying to get the wrestlers to hit each other with ham? Yeah, you brought a rum ham and you were trying to get them to hit each that's other with stuff. it. That's good stuff. All right. That's that's my all I had. That's, I was just wondering. That's all good. Uh, I, that... That really makes me happy that you did a show at Ohada Records. That's a really cool joint. Yeah, and they're like somehow totally okay with me, like just fuck the place. Like, so it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, I kind of have to, but I only want to work with venues that are like down with that shit, like and like just 
they don't care about anything. Like aquariums, the same exact way. Like as long as I clean the place, they don't care what happens in there. Yeah, and that's and that's fucking awesome. Exactly, it's it's great. Like I couldn't survive without it, literally. Right. Did you have any uh, accidents or trouble because of all your wrestlers consuming Ohada Records hot dogs? Uh, luckily, they all do it afterwards. I think they know better because that would be extremely dangerous for somebody to be loaded up on some mac and cheese, chili cheese hot dogs. Oh, it, <laughs> absolutely. Bombing each other. <laughs> so, But luckily, they afterwards along with all the drugs and everything you know sure so uh (laughs) so how many ohada records hot dogs do you think you could eat in one sitting um i feel like i should know this because i've ate a ridiculous amount before (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) i feel like on an empty stomach i could probably take down like 15 maybe 20 on a good day but I feel like I've taken down 10 before and felt pretty good. So I think I could take 15 That's, just like normal hot dogs. Are you feeling pretty good about those numbers? or I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about them. All right. Well, sometime we'll officially have the hot dog off. <laughs> and I'll just I'll just get shamed for being wrong. Well, no. I'm. I, you'll probably still beat me. I think I could probably get 8 to 10 down. I don't think I could hit 15. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I can hit 15. You gotta, you gotta have like a pitcher of water. I, I think is the secret to eating like more than 10 hot dogs. Yeah, you like. I watched, I watched the hot dog eating contest enough. You like deep throat like <laughs> five dogs at once, and then you take the buns and just like yeah. turn them into like coagulated like ball, and you just like, let that slide down your gullet. There's a formula to this stuff. Dude, actually, I went down a YouTube rabbit hole of, like, hot dog eating, con, con, uh, sorry, compet- competitive eaters, their, like, practice routines and their warm-ups, and it's actually a crazy world. <laughs> they, like, they take it so seriously. And oh, I know. Like, oh, you're eating, like, 60 hot dogs. Like, that can't be that fucking intense. Right. Like, but but, but I, then you think it, about, like, the physicality that that actually requires, if you think about it. <laughs> And like the mental, <laughs> the mental power. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, these guys are like professional athletes. Yeah. Uh, so, I was gonna say, Gorgatron played a show at Ohada Records years back that with. That was the old location. Okay. They're, they're the, yeah. That. Location now, right? Yeah, that was the old location, I believe. And we played yeah. with yep. Egypt. And if you're familiar with a, a band called Brainurism. Oh, <laughs> I am very. You you know about these guys? I am very familiar with Brainurism. <laughs> oh man, that was they they are ahead of their time, man. Um, so when I was like I had to be like probably thirteen, twelve, somewhere around that age, Brainurism lived in like I don't know if this is like the politically correct term, but they lived in a halfway house literally right behind the house I grew up in. Oh, so, sick. <laughs> no fucking way. Them, like, <laughs> that, that makes it so much fucking them, like, cooler. One day, and I just like walked over there not realizing like what kind of house this was. And I just straight up walked right in and was like, hey, what's up? While they were practicing. Check and my parents out. got 
so pissed at me. They were like, do you even realize, like, what kind of house that is? I was like, oh, no, but there's a whole fucking band there. <laughs> what if what if your mom was like, do you realize what kind of house that is? There's musicians in there. You can't go anywhere near those people. It's been all downhill since. Yeah, and my first show I ever played was with Brainerism, and they, like, rolled out of a van just covered in, like, skull rings. And, like, just... Holy shit. It was so cool. Dude, yeah, that band, oh, man, it blew a lot of people away. They, uh, they've changed their name a bunch of times. They were Tits McGee for a while. Uh, oh, I think Freud they... Kept... Yeah, I think they say that at the beginning of their set. Like, we used to be yeah. Tits McGee or something. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> uh, as their new uh, self-appointed band manager, we're going to have to reassess these on-stage decisions they've decided to start making. <laughs> they are, uh, they're truly something. They're, uh, I'm trying to think of a comparison. There really is no comparison for them, but they're, uh, they're a treat in Grand Forks, we'll say. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I saw them, they played Koala Walla right into Mad Cow Disease, and, dude, it blew my <laughs> fucking brain. Uh, my favorite song from them is uh, Septic Gurgle Death. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> oh, that fucking rips. <laughs> uh, so I think sometime, and I think you already do this, but maybe sometime there should be a Brainerism Gorgatron show, and then during our set, there could be a ultra-violent death match going on. Yes, I am 100% down. Uh, Brainerism, they, they have gone to almost all the time bomb a lot of shows, and they are a, a big fan of it, so I think that would be a fantastic idea. Dude, fuck yeah. And I've always wanted, com wanted to combine like live music and live uh combat style entertainment i think it's uh, a medium i guess that should be explored because how many people would get pumped up watching a live death metal band and then also two dudes fucking fucking each other up it's two dudes fucking <laughs> i mean like people get excited watching bands and like watching some like fat dude like punch the air so i can't imagine what they would think if like dudes are like throwing glass at each other and That's shit so they, yeah that's why ETT was the greatest fucking thing ever, dude. I'll... <laughs> well, you guys did a tour where you were, like, wrestling during the bands, weren't you? Or am I wrong? Yeah, something like that, but... With Texas Toast. With te yeah, with Texas Toast, we did a run with them, and we did those bits a lot. But I think it would be... Well, that was fun. But I think it would be rad if there was, like, a full-blown, like, wrestling match during a band set. And we could just play for the whole time, and it would be fucking awesome, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's like when uh, Bad Luck 13 played at This Is Hardcore. They, Because they, it's at the Electric Factory. So they, like, they played on the floor. And then on the stage of the Electric Factory, there was, like, a cage match, like, death match going on. It yeah. Fucking so I think it'd be sick to do something like that. Yeah, no, that's uh, Carl's talking on the cellular and telephone now because he's, he's big time. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, I mean, yeah, like Carl actually got put through a door or a table by Schlack when Eat the Turnbuckle was out <laughs> once. Like, that was just all happy. I wasn't in the band yet. That was like all – a show got canceled, and they were, like, sitting at a hotel, and then a van pulls up, and it's some grungy dudes, and the dudes in Tron were like, hey, and they're like, hey. And before you know it, 
They're playing a show and Carl's getting fucking top of a eight foot ladder. <laughs> and then I don't know that we did that run with Texas Toast and it was pretty cool. Um, but it's not wise to like, you know, fucking hardcore deathmatch and then play a show, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's like it, it, you, you can really stand while you're playing. Yeah. It, it, it petered out after about a week. Like then it, then it <laughs> just, see, yeah. yeah. Like, cause they brought their belt out on the, they, they thought they lost it, but we just stole it and like had it for a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I guess I'll take over for Carl. Um, so the first show was that one in 2018. Yep. Yeah. October. Yeah. And then how, how many have you done so far? Um, fuck, I'd have to sit down and think about it, but it's probably like eight or nine at this point. Okay, like so I honestly, or I used to number them, but now I just put like names for them. So yeah, that doesn't that, really help. That's way cooler. The nerds it's, on the internet will figure out the numbers for you. Um, yeah, this isn't or some bullshit. Yeah, like, I was under the, I only thought you've done like four or five, like including the one. I think. Cause yeah, I th- thought it was, uh, the Grand Forks one and then you did one. At like one of the parks in town, right? Or like one of the. So I did. I did two at Ohada, and then I did two at Aquarium. One oh, at Ohada. Oh yeah. Okay. And then, the show at the way too nice venue, and then <laughs> two streams. So this this will be the eighth show, I think. Okay. That, cool. If that makes. Yeah. So. Yeah. I like that. Uh, there's different settings that you have. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's kind of uh, you don't get that a whole lot. I mean, there's a handful of other promotions and stuff that are different places, but for the most part, it's always kind of in a set location. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, we went from like a like million dollar like Jade Presents venue, like doing death matches there that we definitely shouldn't have, <laughs> to being in a literal like sex dungeon. So yeah, I think it's cool dude. to like places and shit like that, uh my uh inner cornet or mcmahon comes out in that for that this you know where you did the last one and this upcoming one the, the, oh the, yep yep with uh what's the dude with like the the face the the fucking the leather face dude oh uh the carver of cutter's alley that yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say it right now like that venue this is that's where that guy's from now <laughs> like oh yeah it, i that, think that's why it went over so well like people like people were genuinely surprised they were like oh i thought that match was gonna suck but it's like no like this dude was literally just in his environment and like it worked out perfectly yeah, the total like boiler room fucking style yeah <laughs> the wwf boiler room match fucking... <laughs> sick fuck yeah I'm uh I'm back, Eric. Hell yeah! I had to. Someone was calling me on Facebook Messenger, and we let things happen on this podcast. That's how it works. <laughs> and it was fucking Xander. It's it's all organic on here. I understand. Absolutely. If you have some snacks that you want to eat directly into your phone, like please do. I encourage <laughs> that kind of stuff. We'll get some ASMR going on here. Oh, absolutely. I it's it's I'll good. Take some, uh, I'll take some super male vitality live on on <laughs> podcast. 
dude dude all right as much as i don't want to talk uh here's a funny story this is gonna be a quick one because you said super mill vitality so a handful of years ago i worked at a radio station (laughs) i made jokes people at the station didn't get it um so in response to that i contacted the people at Infowars because i was getting like (laughs) like in trouble for jokingly playing their clips and in response, yep. they sent me like a thousand dollars and a box full of supplements, and then they <laughs> uh, they kind of made a short mention of it on that. Oh, there's another show, and he's like, "Yeah, there's radio stations all over the states that are getting shut." Like, I'm not a radio station dude. <laughs> I'm just a dude. <laughs> he's like, "There's radio stations getting shut down for playing us." And it's just like, "No, nah, I'm just a dude on a Thursday on like a free radio." But yeah, anyway, uh, in that box they sent me was a bunch of like bone broth it it tasted awful um and then there was a whole bunch of other shit i haven't even got to it but there was the super male vitality and i'm like huh i'm gonna check this out so i did and dude i could have fucked a brick building to death that stuff (laughs) i like if that dude's i'm telling you like say everything that guy has ever said is a lie whatever that 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 shit he's selling in a tube, that's no joke. So I'm glad you're yeah, on Yeah, I that. might have to buy <laughs> Yeah, it's on sale. <laughs> uh, when I was listening to it yesterday, because I just, like I said, I just found it on some random frequency. Uh, he was playing a commercial, and he was plugging something. I can't remember what it was, but he was like, this stuff, it works so good, I can't even take it. I'm like, holy <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's fucking awesome! I can't even take it. That's so good. How many, uh, how many, how many wrestlers do you think take super male vitality on a on a basis on a regular basis? Yeah, I would say just Schlack, and the 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 correct answer is not enough. <laughs> Jay Jay Schlack also takes like a thousand milligrams of caffeine for pre workout. Like the man is on another level. I remember seeing a Facebook status from him where he just like ate like half a container of pre-workout. I was like, "What the? Fuck, yeah, dude. dude. What? He's a crazy person, <laughs> but the nicest guy you'll ever meet. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Like that's but, all I hear from people. Without, nice guy he is. Without saying too much, uh, my first time. Well, I met him at uh, 2014 barbecue, but he was like wiping blood necro butcher's blood off him so it was like a hey man <laughs> but like the first official one was we played uh he threw a fest called infest out at the uh, electric factory electric lounge and oh yeah yeah we had got there you know earlier in the day to get set up and shit and like i had to go take a shit piss so i go into the bathroom and him and the, a couple other dudes were in there and they're just like hey i'm like hey and they're like yeah and i'm like all right cool and then i shit out of my asshole and it was a good time and then i saw that he had a giant anti-scene sticker on his uh Rhodes v so that i can get down with that yeah he's a he's a fucking legend that's all i can say about him yeah yeah uh real quick your current champion of time bomb didn't he just yeah. had, he, he just had a match with schlack right yeah yeah really good match with slack where he threw a fireball at a camera guy <laughs> i did not fucking see that what <laughs> go 
Uh, so Schlack lit his elbow pad on fire and hit an elbow from the top rope. And so Schlack, like, slid off his arm afterwards because it was still on fire. <laughs> and Oren looked over, and it was right next to him. So Oren, like, threw it, and it literally went, like, it was probably inches away from the camera guy. So you just have this, like, 3D look of, like, a, like, flaming elbow pad just flying at you. Awesome. <laughs> and it was in that sketchy-ass, the electric lounge, like you were talking okay, about. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know uh, Schlack's uh, bandmate drummer, uh, Mike Beers, or a.k.a. Beardust, uh, he also <laughs> throws a annual fest at the electric lounge called the Festival of Sleaze or some shit. And it's like, yeah. yeah, punk rock and crusty shit and like circus freaks and all kinds of <laughs> sexual innuendo type themed games and all good stuff. Good stuff. It sounds like a perfect thing to do in Philly. Yeah, yeah it's it's literally the most Philly thing ever. Also, those guys <laughs> have the most mid-Atlantic accents when you talk to them. Yeah, yeah, I just uh, went down, got ice cream can. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But uh, I guess uh, since we're just rambling about whatever, um, let's ramble about uh, this weekend's matches, if you will. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so this – so uh, just a little insider talk. We're, ta- we're taping it Saturday, but it's going to air Sunday on our YouTube for free. Uh, it's Time Bomb Pro is here to stay. Uh, it's a no-fan live stream gimmick. So uh, it's in a – what you would call a sex dungeon in Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> sex so, cauldron. Holy shit. So in our, uh, in our opening match, we got Devon Monroe from Minneapolis going up against uh, Blair Onyx from Chicago. So that should be a, um, it's the first time we're doing an intergender match. So it should be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, that'll be like a fun kind of opening preliminary match. Um, not too much to say on that one, but then we have the Carver returning, as Cam mentioned before, so God knows what he's going to do to some poor soul in there. The, uh, the last match, he I thought he was definitely going to get squashed, but he ended up chaining another human being by the neck to a fucking pipe. So, <laughs> yeah. So It was, it was for sure. Yeah. I think that guy's still down there. I'm not even sure on it. <laughs> All I know is I didn't have to pay him, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and then we have the one death match of the night, which is uh, Damon Spriggle, who's a newcomer. He was in the main event of the last show. He's going up against uh, Matthew Justice, who uh, was in the WWE for a while, but now he's just uh, an independent guy. He does a lot of death matches. He's a fucking maniac. He, he'll take as many unprotected chair shots to the head as, as he wants, so. Uh, it should be cool to see him. He's like, I call him like a walking like embodiment of CTE. So he's a cool ass dude. Uh, so that should be a really insane death match. And then the main event is uh, our champion Oren Vite versus Dominic Garini. And uh, so Oren is a mostly a death match guy. He's he's held the time bomb title for over 500 days at this point. But uh, oh, Dominic Garini, he he's a black belt in jujitsu turned professional wrestler and oh, uh awesome. he takes this shit pretty seriously so he he thinks the, Warren is that was the fellow that at the end of the last match that we did in was that january he 
he came in towards the end of that match, correct? Yeah, and he basically like ran down Orin and said that Orin uh, isn't a good wrestler and has to do the death matches because he can't wrestle for shit. So oh. they're gonna do they're gonna do a straight up wrestling match to to see who's the better man and see who's the better wrestler. So that should be a really good one. It's it's very different from what we usually do, but I think Orin's gonna shock people. I think it's gonna be a good ass match. So cool. But that's the rundown of it. I'm, I'm mostly I'm excited to see what Carver's gonna do down in that fucking dungeon again yeah yeah no it's uh uh there's a lot you can do because there's a lot of just stuff down there i think <laughs> there's, he, there's I, a lot of- I, I think a reason a big reason why he's got so many like mental problems might be because he's like a hoarder <laughs> it's, uh, he's just not dealing with his problems he's just accumulating stuff to you know distract himself but uh yeah he, he just he can never organize that's why he's so angry <laughs> Uh, that being said, so I guess for our handful of people, Tyler Morehouse and Tony that are listening to this, cause I'm going to, as soon as we're done talking, I'm going to edit this and it'll be available, uh, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday, obviously, um, for folks okay. to listen to. So we'll cross pollinate on the internet, get the algorithms going. But, uh, for those of you Perfect. listening, you can kind of get squared up with where things are at with time bomb. Do you have... Um, all your matches on the, your YouTube or just the last one? Uh, so, yeah, the whole last live stream event is on YouTube. And then I have probably three quarters of all the matches that have happened in Time Bomb available on YouTube. Uh, so pretty much everything is on there for free. I try to make sure that everybody can see that stuff and get eyes on it and everything. Yeah. So, um yeah, check out Time Bomb Pro Wrestling on YouTube. Uh, almost everything is up there for free. Um, you can check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that shit, at uh, Time Bomb Pro. Uh, yeah, that's where you can find most of that stuff. And then, yeah, if you hit the subscribe, you'll be notified about the live stream this Sunday and uh, helps everybody out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, the last one, <clears throat> that's uh... – where I wasn't just an audience person. I kind of came in and helped with the visual side of things, uh, set up the live stream rig. And uh, after the fact, then I realized, oh no, I'll be doing this off Wi Fi. (laughs) 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 And so I, in like, it was like within the last, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes before we, you know, started everything. I I found you and I'm like, Hey, can you tell everyone to stay off their phones so they don't bog down the internet so the quality of the show, <laughs> the live stream, because at that time, I wasn't saving it to my computer. I was just saving it straight from the live stream, you know? So I'm like, yeah, yeah. If, if everyone stays off the internet, like, the quality will be great. And that lasted. <laughs> I literally, like, the match started. I could see other people standing around. And I just would see them, like, after about two minutes, like, start staring at their phones. And then I could just see the quality, like, get more and more compressed. And I'm just like, oh, no. So That's that's all I know how to do is just fucking ignore whatever the promoter tells them. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's the fucking beauty of it. Um, Plus it added. Exactly. So, yeah, that's why uh, I guess this time we're going to shoot for the pre-record. Yeah, we'll make it look a you can't, you can't make the dungeon look too presentable, but we'll make it look a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was going to say, uh, I mean, this is a little bit of behind the curtain shit, but as far as uh, you said, you were, had some commercials or promos you were going to do. Uh, 
Uh, yeah. So yeah. with my brain, I immediately thought of making like our own fucking like shitty local. You know, like local commercials are just awful. <laughs> yeah, one hundred. Oh, that's immediately like I just thought of making commercials <laughs> like that. <laughs> Because that would be fucking <laughs> hilarious. Maybe down the road, I don't know. That's just that's where my brain Absolutely. goes. I mean, shit. these these commercials are going to be pretty shitty because I'm just making them myself. But uh, uh, they just even a green pretty... screen, you know, like because uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Devin's joint. He's doing a sponsor now. Does he? Is that the proper uh, uh, what is it? Abbreviation or whatever? Is that death to false metal? Is that what that's standing for? Or downtown Fargo Moorhead. I think it's death to false metal. It, it, I think. Don't quote. I'm. But. I'm assuming it is. But man, I might go there, get a picture, and make a green screen of just a shop, so you can talk in front of that. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> Hell yeah! They've they've like always sponsored my shows and like shown up and shit. They're they're the coolest. Like I can't recommend that place enough to exactly. anybody. Exactly. He's got like that the most like- legit selection of real fucking old school mid school and new school hardcore uh he's a fucking he's as diehard as they come on like uh yeah he's actually tonight he's on uh uh, i think it's the the real hardcore podcast uh i think it's one of the dudes from like af or something or some east coast dude but uh yeah anyway um yeah he's also come out to a bunch of our shows and just like he hit me up he's like oh, is it cool if i set up a booth i'm like yeah dude like yeah like that's what's fucking that's cool <laughs> yeah so. i love doing i don't think that many people realize that there's like an actual like brick and mortar store so it's cool to like bring their shit to our shows and like have people be able to like browse and stuff in between bands or matches or anything like that totally. i i want that to succeed because like like you said there's like nothing else like that in fargo and it's definitely something that's needed. Yeah. Now, yeah, he's, like, hunted down, like, shit that's been out of print for fucking almost 30 years for me. Like, like yeah. I, I, it, it was just like I'd be in there talking, and I'd just make a mention of, like, an agnostic front cause for alarm. And then, like, three days later, he's like, hey, man, like, I got I got, a, got a hold of one for you. It's on its way. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> all right. Here's some money. I was just about to mention the same exact thing because, like, I've mentioned to him in passing like records before and he'll just like message me like a month later. He's like, Hey man, got it in the store right now. If you want to come and get it, it's like, Oh shit. They don't make them like that anymore. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sick. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Who else is sponsoring them? Uh, so we got, uh, we got pounds, of course, the, (laughs) <laughs> the guy Eddie Staple. Yes. Please tell Carl about the time you and Guy Fieri hung out all day. Yeah, uh I got asked to be on Diners, Dragons and Dives for some reason. And uh I went to a, a closed set taping at Pounds and uh I watched Guy Fieri get really mad at himself trying to film the intro of it. He redid it like five times, which was great. Um and then they interviewed me for about a half an hour about the food <laughs> and only put literally one second into the fucking show. <laughs> and now it's become the ultimate meme. And I guess now I'm capitalizing off of it by having pound sponsor the show. Yeah. Like you said all this immaculate shit and then they just simmered it down to like what, like a thumbs up or some shit or. 
all I said was, I love coming to pound. And that's, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> and it was like, it was like the middle of a sentence too. I was like, yeah, like I come here all the time on the weekends. Like I love coming to pound yeah. like all the time. And they just clipped that. And that was it. Like uh, motherfuckers. Hollywood magic. <laughs> now my real question with Guy Fieri getting aggro, does when he was getting mad, does he have like that, like Coke head, like everyone in the room is very uncomfortable because they feel like, they'll get hurt by him anger or was it just funny <laughs> i it was mostly it was mostly funny but i did see a little bit of fear in some of the crew's eyes like amazing because he was like so he would like get out of the car like talk about the restaurant and then like as because i was sitting right in front of the car so he'd get closer to me and then get angry and there was one where he like stopped he's like i stuttered and he's like let's do it again it was literally like the fuck it we'll do it live <laughs> like it was <laughs> so it was a close so set. Did was... they also like close down the block for that production or no? They tried to. Like okay. it was funny. Some dude was just playing the guitar like a block away, <laughs> and you could hear it. And the producers were like, "Tell that dude to stop playing guitar right fucking now." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No, like a lot of people don't know like how <clears throat> a lot of productions, like especially like quote unquote reality television. Like, they will shut yeah. down, like, four square blocks and all the background people walking in traffic is, in most cases, like, it's all kind of staged. <clears throat> yeah, they literally just, like, gave us, like, a bunch of food and beer and we're like, okay, pretend to talk to each other. <laughs> like, <it> was, <laughs> but don't make definitely... any fucking noise! Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You think, yeah, you, can, uh, you think you can get Guy Fieri to uh, come do a match? Man, I would fight him myself just for a fucking <laughs> shortened TV show. So that's my that's my open challenge to Guy Fieri at Time Bomb. All right, you called out, motherfucker. <laughs> Sick. I'm sure he'll see it. Yeah, oh yeah, big fans, big fans. I'll t I'll take some super male vitality before the match, and I'll fucking ruin him. I'll make a phone call. <laughs> uh, that's a. <laughs> That's a pretty good segue into my next question for you, Eric. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, what would what would the Eric Morrison wrestling gimmick be? <laughs> oh shit! Um, I think at this point it would just have to be like me coming out in like a pounds like tracksuit and just like, <laughs> like an Adidas one. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it's just got the pounds logo all over it, or like, or if I could get like. So there's like some wrestlers like Eric Cannon's like sponsored by PBR. I think it'd be really cool if I could get like sponsored by like Arby's or something and come out and like <laughs> and come out in like the sweatsuit and like my finisher could be the meat sweat or something like that. Like Holy I think it's shit. <laughs> it'd have to be something fast food related because I'm literally just a dumpster of fast food. So That's that, all my inside. So you would, your gimmick would be fast food related for sure, you're saying? Yeah, I would I would just be a, a trash can pretty much. So that would be pretty awesome if in your match versus guy Fieri or Frietti, uh if your finishing move was you took out like an Arby's roast beef from your back pocket that was in there the whole match and then you shove it into his face and he's like, Oh, subpar food. Oh, oh and then like you pin him after that. My uh my finisher has to be called the Meat Mountain. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I really, I really want you to incorporate like some sort of roast beef sandwich in there. The real question here, though, is what, what is 
so obviously guy's finishing move would be called the flavor town but what would that yeah, be yeah. like a four four fifty uh, splash or some shit or like... so do you remember like when scotty too high would do the worm in wwf i imagine yes. it would be that okay. <laughs> like, so, like, so like, what if do uh, the worm just some sort of like elbow or something Hey, you know what? So I was actually thinking elbow right away when we started this conversation, but let's take <laughs> it up a notch. What if before he delivers the elbow drop, he puts a secret sauce on his elbow? No, 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 no. Oh. He's, he puts secret sauce on his hand and does the, the four slap chops, and then he knocks you down, just like how The Rock <laughs> would set up with the spit hand and then the people's elbow. To ball. But it's sauce. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm into this. I'm, I'm going to take on Guy Fieri at this point. Yeah. See, and then, and then you got to, and then that's when you. I think the best part about this bit is, uh, is I really want you to keep a sandwich or a hamburger in your back pocket, so you'll be taking bumps the whole match. <laughs> oh, Mr. Sacco is all. Yeah, and then you whip it out, and it's deformed and like cold and shit. Like that would, it would be awesome. You got French fries like and a, your lettuce in your ass and shit. It's just like a ball of roast beef at What'd that point. Back to back. <laughs> yeah, just like a warm ball of roast beef in my back pocket, just ready at any time. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've ever had an Arby's roast beef. I've always just had their mozzarella it, sticks. The and Arby's roast beef is like perfect trash. Like, it's like I love it so much. <laughs> well, let's let's be honest here, Eric. The best thing to get at Arby's is the smokehouse brisket sandwich. That is true, but sometimes I'm feeling classic big Montana, you oh, know. Oh, don't don't worry sometimes about I it. I I usually get one of each, but I'm saying pound for pound I think that smokehouse brisket is the best thing you can get there. I like how Eric, I like how you brought the base on your uh the whatever the the beef mountain or whatever. You know, yeah, the beef mountain. Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> god damn it. So uh so Eric, I I didn't find a lot of information uh but I did prepare a couple targeted questions at you if you're ready for those. Oh, I'm ready. They they are targeted directly. There's crosshairs on you right now. The the red laser oh. dot is on you. Oh. God. Okay. So, being that you are 20, 26, right? You're 26 years old? Uh, 25, about to be 25. 26. Uh, was the Attitude Era influential to you or not? Um, yes and no, because I started watching wrestling right at the end of it. So, like, my, like, main watching was, like, Ruthless Aggression, but... I discovered YouTube like right around when YouTube was coming out and people were putting like ECW stuff up there. Oh, fuck. So I would say like, yeah, I would say like ECW is probably the most influential on my stuff. As you can tell, like it's, Oh yeah. It's a very ECW. So that's probably the most influential on me, but like the attitude era stuff, I watched as much of that as I could too, as a kid. Oh yeah. I mean, all that shit during those years or that decade, I guess, or how, I don't know how long that, you know, hardcore people would say that uh time period was but anything uh when we were kids was fucking awesome absolutely yeah and that's like that's the shit i want to do like it's just like fun and like ridiculous and 
uh, bashing brains in with foreign weapons and shit. Oh yeah, you uh, you also got to see things that just look cool, even though in reality it wouldn't do anything at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, do you keep in? I guess in the current circle of wrestling, do you watch a lot of it or? Um, I'm kind of burnt out on it just cause it's like all I do anymore. Like I watch like some independence. I watch a lot of the like deathmatch stuff. Um, there's a company I like a lot called the uh, ICW no holds barred. They're out of New York and they do, they do shows in like a barn in like the middle of nowhere, New Jersey and their ring has, like, chains for ropes, and, like, they just do, like, the most gnarly shit, and I like watching that. Like, I oh, just yeah, watch, like, yeah. I just watch, like, gnarly shit at this point. Like, uh, it has to be for me to like it at this point. Are you familiar with that dude, J.J. Uh, Allen? Oh, yeah, he does the, like, uh, like stunt shows and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, like, 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 they've always done, like, stunts, and then they started getting into the wrestling thing. He did the bump where a car drove through, like, a trailer house. Like yeah, yeah, year. I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Been, yeah, that dude's insane. Yeah, I've been talking to him about some other shit when we're out on the East Coast, but I don't know. I think, so I think he did a match with Schlack, uh, who was known as El Schlacko yep. at the time. Yeah. And he, like, he was going to launch Roman candles at Schlack, but he had the Roman candle pointed the wrong way <laughs> and literally just <laughs> at his face. Yeah. It was, like, the funniest i've ever seen that's good stuff um but i i carl had a question for you i have a quick question for you that popped in my head a second ago and it is this who wins in a shoot match david schultz or bob holly oh bob holly all the way bob holly is terrifying like i i feel like that dude did not get his due in the wwf like he could I think he could fuck anyone up in a street fight. True. Uh, so I'm going with Bob. Hall. All right. I'm going to I'm going to stew on that one. I'll come back to you later on that. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> okay, so next next question targeted at you. Caught okay. in the crossfire. Uh what is your favorite wrestling video game and why is it WWE Here Comes the Pain? Ooh. You know, it might be WWE. Here comes the pain. Because those rules. are the games. Those are the games I grew up on. So like, just bring it. And then like, yeah. I was like, I was kind of into the SmackDown versus Raw games. So like, I would I would say, whew, I'd say Here Comes the Pain is probably the best one, honestly. Uh, WrestleMania 2000 followed by SmackDown and SmackDown 2. True. I played. Uh, there's a. Well, I played all those oh, games. Go. I'm sure you did too. Yeah, yeah. I just think here comes uh, the pain hit hard. There's a uh, an ECW N64 game that is entire like it's so bad, but I play it all the time. Like, just just because it's an ECW video game, but like it's awful, but I love it so much. It's called the uh, ECW Hardcore Revolution, but it's oh, uh, it's horrible. Yeah. If you're like if you're looking for like a good game, it's it's not that, but it's fun to play. Like, so. So was that the the ECW ripoff of that WWF game that didn't do too well? Do you know which one I'm talking about? Uh, it's like the it's the same engine as like uh, No Mercy and like all those other like N64 yeah, wrestling yeah, games. Yeah. So it's like 
it's like that model but like the graphics are like way shittier <laughs> like everything is like just like you could see like the cubes like the pixels and shit like it's uh it's something for sure fuck yeah um okay so this next question i have to preface with i am going to ask steve austin this question someday if i ever talk to him <laughs> but i'm gonna ask you this too and i'm gonna ask every wrestling fan i know so you're familiar with stone cold steve austin and that gimmick like you have you spent a lot of time with that nonsense yeah yes okay uh do you think that the stone cold steve austin gimmick would be as successful if he would have kept the stunning Steve Austin hair? Absolutely not. <laughs> but what if he tried it? I'm, try I'm trying to picture that. I'm trying to picture that right now, and I hate it. Like I don't even want to think about it. Like <laughs> I mean, it would it would work on like the redneck side of things. What I'm thinking is maybe he could have cut it into a mullet and that would have worked. No, because then you can't take. Then he's shoehorned into like the southern fucking trash bag mullet guy, you know. That's true. Uh, yeah, you ha you have to go shave with the goatee for that whole thing to stick. Yeah, there's no way it could have worked with long hair. Man, I I really want to ask him that question personally. <laughs> Because, A, I bet you no one has ever asked him that. And, B, I bet you he'd get a kick out of it. Or he might give me a stunner. I don't know. Just stare at a hole through you. Dude, that guy it's, kind of a, it's kind of a win-win situation there. Yeah. Because I can say that I got to ask my question and I also got a stunner. Do you, uh, you remember when Steve Austin got punked by Ashton Kutcher? Oh, man. Was he on punk? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they basically, him and his like brother-in-law went out to eat and you know, the brother-in-law's in on it. So he's like, they get out to the car and he's like, Oh shit, I forgot my phone inside. And then basically it's like, uh, he goes in, comes back out. He's like, yeah, my phone wasn't there. And the owner quote unquote of the restaurant was like, Oh, that's, that's weird. And he basically like fires a waiter in front of Steve Austin. He's just, really shitty to the guy and the whole time steve's like well no no hold on you know let's make sure that uh you know we find the thing before you go off and yeah he fires the guy and then sure enough someone comes up later he's like oh yeah i found the phone and then the guy and then yeah he goes steve austin on like that fucking scary beady eyed look that he gives people um <clears throat> did you ever see the wwe version of punk that they tried to do on the network no, when I got the network, like when it first popped up, I immediately watched uh, WrestleMania 18 because I didn't get oh. to when I was a kid. <laughs> and then <laughs> I tried to watch as many Monday Night Raws and then I realized that I had pretty much seen them all when they were on TV. <laughs> and then I was like, I, I got nothing. And then they started making all these random shows and I I think I watched like, the legend house or some shit oh yeah yeah, yeah. that one was uh, uh but they had this show called swerved and it was like their oh. attempt at doing <laughs> and they did one where they had vince mcmahon and like vince mcmahon has the most like horrible sense of humor of all time not in like a bad way all right like, this... my nigga <laughs> <laughs> and like they had him dress up 
and all they did was like make his stomach fatter and put like a curly like uh. like jerry curl wig on him and like they had him be they had him be a security guard at Titan Towers and like harass this poor employee and you can tell that the employee is just like oh my god why is this fucking like why is my boss just fucking me with me right now and Vince is like so into the character and you can tell that like everyone around him is just like he signs our paychecks whatever it's it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing watching this man like try to like be funny because his sense uh, of humor is for yeah you're a terrorist <laughs> i don't i don't know man i don't think you're gonna wear a turban <laughs> Oh, dude. He's got a puke. He's got a puke. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, uh, you're familiar with the comedian Patrice O'Neill? Yeah, yeah. So he, yep. he was a writer for a little while for WWE. It was a very short-lived thing because he just, you know, that guy talked himself out of being a millionaire famous person all the time. So... But he was telling all these stories. Like, he was there. Like, he was a writer. I forget the wrestler's name. The guy that they made him have, like, <laughs> fucking Taliban terrorist. And, like, they were going like, oh. be- to, like, behead somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, the guy's not that kind of, like, Middle Eastern dude. He's, like, you know, like, Indian or some shit. And Vince is like, yeah. I don't care. You're wearing the <laughs> turban. <laughs> like everyone in the I room think, is yeah i think the guy's name was muhammad Hassan, which makes that a million times worse like, like holy shit dude <laughs> oh man yeah dude vince fucking uh that guy <laughs> yeah we're gonna we're gonna drag your dead i'm sorry about your dead father but we're going to drag his <laughs> casket and you're going to jump on top of it. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Whenever the, best we... thing is that... oh, that? Uh, yeah. the best thing is that WWE like, sold all their content to um, the NBC streaming service. Oh. And they're like in the process of like switching it over right now. And I don't think NBC like realized what they got themselves into. Because <laughs> now they're like trying to like edit out all the like quote-unquote problematic stuff and it's literally just like never ending and it's like dude you should have reviewed this stuff like before you bought it like the 90s if you're trying to have like a family-friendly streaming service i choppy choppy your (laughs) peepee like (laughs) fucking uh what what was the fucking dude that had the giant uh the fucking what the hell was his name he had the red red sun fucking japan flag or Oh, um... Start with a K or some wacky... Oh, Kai. What was it? Kai and Tai? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like Tachi Michinoku. And, and then, like, uh, he, had, like the, he had, like, the voiceover voice for a while. Because <laughs> he was Asian. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah, no, NBCs, they, uh, they shot themselves in the foot here. I was bummed out when, uh... They started putting a bunch of shit on you, the WWE YouTube, and then they every chair shot, they fucking do a jump cut, and they, you don't get to see the chair shot. Yeah, you just like hear it, and then they like 
they would like put the black and white on for like blood and stuff. It's like this is stupid. Like yeah. just show it. Yeah, it's a bummer. But public company is gonna public company, I guess. Yeah, yeah. One time when we were on tour, we drove by the WWE building and it uh, looked really outdated. <laughs> it looked like nineteen yeah. looks like nineteen ninety four. <laughs> the building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a I have a friend who does like network stuff for WWE and he goes there for work every day and he has some like wild stories about like like going to the bathroom and like Mick Foley's taking like a gnarly shit in the other stallers. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh that's a good segue for my next question. Do you do you have like a, a general manager? gimmick or i should ask um we don't but i've thought about it before but i really don't know who we do because like every promotion in fargo uses the same guy for that gimmick and he's awful <laughs> so i'm trying to avoid that guy but we'll probably get somebody eventually they'll probably be somebody just like ripped from the music scene that's like charismatic enough to do it right um I so, so i know that so, god damn it uh, so I know, I know you're a fan of Lucha Underground. Uh, oh, absolutely. Would you would you ever consider having that kind of GM gimmick tied to Time Bomb? If I knew how to get a hold get a hold of him, I would have Dario Cueto as the Time Bomb general manager immediately. Man, that because that dude was say no. Sorry, go ahead. Hello? Oh, what's up? Oh, I said go ahead. Oh, I said if if I knew how to get a hold of him, I would have like Dario Cueto as the Time Bomb GM like immediately. Oh yeah, that guy did some wacky shit. And then like as the seasons went further, they like said that he was dead and had like, yeah. his, like I think they said it was his grandpa or something. It's like a GM, but it's just the same guy. Like, oh yeah, it was. It's so fucking goofy. And it and it kept getting goofier, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was. I miss Lucha Underground. That was that was a perfect wrestling show, in my opinion. Oh, it was. I mean, they had everything, uh, especially the athleticism. Holy fuck! <laughs> Absolutely. Um. So if you had, so we briefly talked about your potential Arby's gimmick. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now we're talking about your GM gimmick. Have you ever given any thought to whether you would be a face or a heel in your personal wrestling gimmick? Hmm. Use heel for I feel like, I would, yeah, I feel like I would, I would have to be a face for a while, but then I could probably, you know, they say the best, uh, the best heels are the best baby faces. So maybe I can, maybe I can work on that a little bit. So you, uh, you would do a heel I, turn. Yeah, I could turn on Arby's or something like that, you know. I could figure it out. <laughs> like stomp the sandwich <laughs> in the middle of the ring. Like, I'm done with Arby's. You, you join with corporate fucking Hardee's. <laughs> <laughs> I could, like, support another roast beef chain. <laughs> oh, man. This is, oh, that's so awesome. It's For some reason, it's like a Luciferian roast beef fucking corporation. <laughs> Just add that in there for no reason. It's like, yeah, I'm siding with uh, Pat's roast beef now. <laughs> you could do like the 
Uh, you could do like a Ohada Records gimmick, and then you could do a heel turn where you go to like Red Pepper or some shit. Oh shit! But I would, I would never do that because I fucking hate Red Pepper. How dare you? <laughs> I I know. Red Pepper's way better than Taco Shop. I'm putting that out there right now. I don't. Man, you. It, I don't. It's share okay that to opinion. be wrong. Oh, well, I'm not. So. <laughs> oh boy, looks Man, like our first first was... match has been scheduled. Right. We'll, 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 have, we'll have a taco off. It'll be sick. <laughs> you were saying... I'm gonna get sick immediately. I hate red pepper. <laughs> uh, you were saying though, I feel like you had a story about this. Oh yeah, there was one time at a show at Ohada, and I was like really hungry, and for some reason I didn't want a hot dog. I was like. I'm going to run to red pepper really quick. And I got like five tacos. I was like, Oh, these are going to be great. And as soon as I ate the first one and like, remembered that they just use like dog food as beef. I was just like, man, I, I threw away a bag of tacos. It's like, I'm not even going to ask if anybody wants this. Like I'm not that much of a, dick. like these could just fucking rot for all I care. <laughs> I hate so much. Yeah. Um, so you would you would start face and do a heel turn. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I I like that idea. So <laughs> I always thought my personal wrestling gimmick would be a high flying heel because I don't think there's enough of them. That would be funny to be like arrogant about it and be like a huge asshole and be like, yeah, I can fucking do this like quadruple like backflip. So I'm saying I don't think there's enough people that work that angle. Kidman kind of a he was a heel kind of right I don't really fully remember him yeah and he had that he had that fake DMX theme which was awesome that's right I don't I, <laughs> I really enjoyed when RVD was heel I think he was better when he was that for a short stint yeah I um I've been watching a lot of ECW lately and I can definitely agree that heel RVD is a lot cooler than face RVD oh yeah his face Face RVD is just like a generic stoner, and that is uh, there's too many of those in wrestling, anyways. Yeah, it sounds like you watch ECW on a regular basis. Oh, I watch like at least like one episode a night, if we're being honest. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Uh, so I gotta. Uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I gotta do my homework, is what I'm saying. Oh, I I understand. <laughs> so, uh. And the next the next question targeted at your head is so you have you've worked with Cam uh personally on that last live stream, correct? Yep, yep. So and you can be one hundred percent honest. Um did you see Cam's striking resemblance to D Lo Brown? Because I know this is all I'm gonna think about next time, <laughs> dude. I have I have been I begging Cam to put on. <laughs> I have been begging Cam to put on a vest like that. I have tactical vest too. That's the fucked up part. <laughs> and and move his head like that. And I've gotten. Yeah, him... you gotta walk. You oh. gotta walk out like you just did a fucking like brick of cocaine. Like... Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> So I've I've gotten Cam to shake his head like that on occasion, and it it's awesome. And I tell him like, man, we should just we should just you should start doing that live. Like people would love it. I'll go I'll go Nation of Domination era D'Lo. Acceptable. 
Yeah. So this Saturday, all I'm gonna do is just stare at Cam <laughs> like. <laughs> no, don't do that. You're looking at a real deal now. <laughs> take your sorry ass out of the street. What you gonna do about it? Come on, dude. dude fuck one yeah. One of my favorite things in WrestleMania 2000 was uh, there was like this weird. I don't know, like patch they forgot to like close off with wrestlers where you could like take the Undertaker and his body and his moves template, but then put it on like Deborah. <laughs> so I used to like, yeah, I'd, I'd make chicks be like the D'Lo Brown, you know, body movements and shit, and then vice versa. I don't know, Blue Meanie was always hilarious. My brother was a huge Stone Cold fan. So I put Stone Cold's template on uh, the Blue Meanie, and he had that weird, like, gyrating hip motion. Holy shit. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. That sounds badass. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so you need to give Cam as many D'Lo Brown references and all of it. Yeah, I'm... I'm going to sneak some pictures and do a little side-by-side comparison and see oh, what yeah. happens. You have to. Just show up and not tell anybody. Should I just show up wearing a tactical vest? Yeah, and you have to, like, shake your head like that at all times. <laughs> at all times. I think I'm, like, a really paranoid cokehead, you know? <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, this fucking meth head just showed up with a bunch of equipment and asked <laughs> if I wanted to... <laughs> I think that was probably uh, Vince's uh, briefing for D'Lo Brown's gimmick. Like, all right, <laughs> just uh, shake your head like you did a lot of cocaine. That'd I be awesome. saw this music video with a bunch of blacks called DMX and the Rough Riders. <laughs> I'm going to need you to look like that. Can you do that, D'Lo? Uh, okay. This is a guy. He's going to puke. I want you to slam him into the ring. Break his fucking neck. It'll be good for ratings. That's a joke. I apologize. Oh, man. Hey, man, Draws didn't turn out that bad. He's got a cool, like, like motorbike that he walks around with. Yeah. Pretty cool. You remember when Triple H, like, was training tough enough dudes, and then he was like, this guy's my best friend. I take... Rin ring safety very seriously. It's like, I don't, uh, I think you're lying, Triple H. Just lying your way to the top. <laughs> and that, I think that's the video too, where he's like, he's like yelling at someone. He's like, no, take a bump. He's like, just like oh, yeah. screaming at the, took a bump. <laughs> and then, and then he does one and it's like 13 times better than anybody else's. Yeah. He's like, you see that snap? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, you ever watch the uh you know when vh1 had the like day in the life show or whatever uh yeah the being a professional wrestler yeah and then it's like triple h in china like a few months before him and steph got involved but like yep, yep. so he was kind of at that point i wouldn't say a nobody but like definitely be low b-roll on the on the set and then yeah it's what, just like yeah. yeah we like to you know, eat cliff bars when we can fit them in and between all the flying. <laughs> we work out together. She fucks me in the ass. <laughs> uh, Triple H. Uh, fucking 
Do you think you and Triple H would be friends if you ever met him? Uh, no, because I could definitely tell that he's like, he fakes being into metal. I think that's really poser shit. So I, I'm not into Triple H at all. Oh, you are calling out Triple H yeah. for being a poser. That's <laughs> hey, Holy I shit. heard that Lemmy said that Triple H was annoying one time. So yeah, no, no, I'm no. going off. Uh, Lemmy did say that. Lemmy only showed up for the fucking paychecks. Let's be honest here. And uh, oh, his yeah. boys will tell you that. That's why yeah. when they performed for his like outro video, uh, once H got uh, after the match, he goes into the back room area. He's like, hey, where, where's Lem? They're like, oh, yeah, he's he's been out in his limo since he got off stage. He's like, oh, I was going to ask him how my what he thought of my match. Like, the dude didn't give a fuck. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's sitting in the back watching this probably like half hour wrestling match. Like, yeah, it's like uh, Lemmy and the boys actually wrote them a song, but due to licensing, Jim Johnston was like, no, you just have to perform this song I wrote three times. <sighs> Evolution is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so another question for you. Um, so if, okay, hold on. I need, I need to set this up a bit. So if you were watching okay. a match and there was a, we don't need to put a specific wrestler out, but let's, let's guess one. Let's say, uh, let's say Braun Strowman. Okay. So let's, let's say he's in a match and he says, I have a surprise tag team partner and they haven't, they haven't said anything about this prior and they're like, Oh, holy shit. Who do you think it is? Would you be pleased or upset if it turned out to be kid rock? Oh man, that sounds beautiful. <laughs> do you know how awesome Ba with the Ba with pyrotechnics would go over for like the least scary looking dude on the planet? <laughs> I saw a tweet earlier about, um, it reminded me, that when Kid Rock went into the WWE Hall of Fame, yeah. his, like, speech had some, like, there was some joke. It was, like, a really, really lame joke. He's like, yeah, I wish I could, like, body slam some Democrats. And, like, literally, <laughs> literally what a left, fucking idiot. Like, one wrestler. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, man. This is why we need Kid Rock in wrestling. I just watched some, because uh, I've been watching a shit, uh, BET has been doing all these killer uh, chronicles, like they did one on Death Row and then the Rough Riders, and I always hated all like the fucking, like when ATL and shit in the late 90s kind of popped off, like all the southern rap shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what the fuck, was, what did they call it, bopping or something, where they would just repeat the like, same? Yeah, but anyway. about like... Like Cash Money and Birdman, like all them, and but anyway, uh, yeah. Master P, uh, they were talking about you know his record joint and then how he was this entrepreneur like starting a production house and they got Snoop Dogg and all this crazy shit and then they got into how he got involved with WCW and made like five million dollars, <laughs> but it, like Man, w it was right in the two thousand, so it was right before they shut the house down so like i forget the name of his wrestling group but they were all like the fucking niggas and the camouflage and shit uh oh uh 
No Limit Soldiers. Yeah, yeah, No Limit Records. Yeah. So that was Master P's joint. But it's like, man, they just threw five mil, like, out the window and then got bought up immediately. Like... (laughs) That's the best part about, like, WCW right before they went out of business is, like, they were just throwing money at anything. Like, there's a random episode of Nitro where Scott Steiner comes out with a fucking tiger. Like, just unexplained. <laughs> like, just walk tiger to the ring, and then they just take it to the back. It's like, what was the point? <laughs> uh, that's so fucking... Yeah, see, I never watched w- WCW, like, ever. I was strictly w you know wwf and then uh once i got around cool people then i started finding out about like fucking ecw and czw wwf definitely better but like wcw had some really funny shit like i mean like they had like icp wrestle and stuff and like they were they were having like rick steiner like do a promo battle with like chucky like on a screen like they were just doing some like ridiculous shit i was definitely into it like Huh. Yeah, no, I just yeah, it never did anything for me. But that's uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Eric, I got a I got a casual question for you. <laughs> have you hit me with it? Have you seen the documentary called "You Cannot Kill David Arquette"? Yes, I have. So, I I want to watch it, but it just looks. I don't know. Like I wanted to watch it last night, but something about it I was just so apprehensive. But but what are your thoughts um, on it? So I'm gonna be honest, I think it's awful. Uh the only reason I watched it was because I wanted to see the like behind the scenes of like the deathmatch stuff. Yeah. And it, it does have a little bit more than what I've seen, but like it was not worth the hour and a half that I watched of it. Like I would just skip to the end because that's where the like deathmatch stuff is and that's like that's the only time I've ever cared about David Arquette. So, I mean, did you like Ready to Rumble? Uh, I have never watched Ready to Rumble, but I do like Eight Legged Freaks. So, I guess that is the other time I cared about David Arquette. Hold up, you've never seen Ready to Rumble? I have not seen Ready to Rumble. Oh man, you gotta watch that movie, man. I should probably watch that immediately. Honestly, I, mean, <laughs> I don't know how I haven't. I'm not going to sell it to you like it's the best movie on the planet, but as a fan of wrestling, you should definitely watch that movie. I mean, I love, like, cheesy wrestling stuff, so I feel like it's right up my alley. Oh, absolutely. Like, you'll you'll like it if you're into cheesy wrestling bullshit. Hell yeah. Uh, what's your favorite cheesy wrestling movie? Oh, um, God, what is it? I don't know why. Okay, so this is a bad answer because I don't even know the name of the movie, and I've only watched it through, like, clips on YouTube. Okay. But it, <laughs> it's one of the WWE Studios movies, and it's got, like, Dolph Ziggler as, like, a cop. And the, like, premise of the movie is that this, like, arena is going to explode while there's a WWE show going on. What? And, like... It, it looks horrible but there's a scene where he's like chasing through backstage and uh do you know that wrestler rusev he's like a big ass russian guy yeah 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 so there's a scene where like Dolph ziggler runs into him 
and Rusev just grabs a gun and there's this like infamous like screen cap of like Rusev in his wrestling gear holding a gun <laughs> and I don't know why I love that so much <laughs> like, <laughs> but I can't remember what he's called it but it looks awful I'm like I, I will never I'm assuming that Dolph has got the ramen noodle hair and then like a leather jacket with no shirt underneath the whole movie I'm assuming it's something like that right He's the you are, he's you are the rogue close. the rogue cop is fucking Farouk is he like the police chief like you've destroyed half the city five million dollar debt all for a bag of drugs <laughs> you want thin eyes Dolph like, is it one of Vince those? is like <laughs> Vince is like yeah man I just watched Police Academy and there was this clock and I I want Farouk to make all the noises he's gonna do great. On it. <laughs> Oh fuck yeah. Farouk, do you know how to make noises? Uh Alright, that's great. Got a job for you. You're the you're a new voiceover actor. There was a colored I saw making all these car noises. <laughs> God damn it. Uh what's your what's your favorite movie strictly starring a wrestler? Strictly starring a wrestler, shit. Yeah, so it's just uh, a wrestler that's in it, and it, but it doesn't have to be about wrestling. And why is it Mummy Two Scorpion King? <laughs> yeah. That was like that was running through my head. I'm, I'm trying to think of others because I feel like that's kind of like the answer. But um, if we're going cameos, the one I'm thinking of always is a uh, Terry Funk being in The Ringer, which is like so ridiculous. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. Every time I watch The Ringer, I'm like, why the fuck is Terry Funk in this movie? <laughs> Terry Funk was also in Roadhouse and then Over the Top, I do believe. And yeah, yeah. He was for Roadhouse. I, I will say my favorite wrestling cameo, even though I wasn't a WCW fan, is Hulk and Mach in uh, Baywatch. Because when they cut away from them on the jet skis, you can still hear their voiceovers. Like the whole thing's a voiceover. Like, Oh, I'm going to yeah, get you. Like it's, uh, and then he <laughs> crashes and then he has to get like pulled from water. It's fucking awful. Or, uh, there's a W there's an episode. I think of saved by the bell. I think it is, or boy meets world or something. World that later. They... Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of when he like squashes the volleyball with his hands. <laughs> So, if we're talking wrestling cameos, are you aware that there's an episode of Law and Order SVU where Goldberg plays a guy who's fucked up on PCP? Oh, I yeah, he like throws a chair through a window or something. Yeah, doesn't he? and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I this. <laughs> because I remember. I, oh, so you've seen it. I feel like I watched it recently. I was like, wait a minute, is that Goldberg? Yeah. <laughs> so so I, what I like about that scene is that it's a cold opening and Goldberg's freaking out and he throws that chair and then the chief of police says, careful, he's on PCP. And the way he delivers that line, I'm like, as if him throwing a chair wasn't an indicator enough to maybe not mess with this guy. On top of that, he's a gigantic man. On PCP. On PCP. Like, oh, it's awesome. I it I keep trying to find it on YouTube because I think the world needs to know. Has has Steven Seagal ever done a movie with a wrestler? Uh 
that's a good question. It should it should exist. Yeah. Like absolutely. Because like Steven Seagal's done this immaculate uh, character arc where he like no longer does hand to hand combat. He's just like a specialist in guns for some reason. Yeah. But like <laughs> he's too lazy to act and also hold a gun properly. So like there'll be a scene where he's just shooting like 800 rounds out of like, you know, a 30 round rifle. And he's just kind of loosely holding it next to his body and it's not even pointed in the right direction. So there's got, I'm sure he's done a movie with like fucking Batista circa 2008 or something. I'm going to look at Oh, definitely. That. There's, there's some like D tier movie out there that we're not thinking of. Uh, have you guys seen that, that Christmas movie that Goldberg did? I think it's called Santa's play. Oh yeah. Where he plays. Yeah. Slasher movie or something. Yeah. He plays a killer Santa. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that a long time ago, and it was a it was a good watch. But I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't I don't think I'm gonna watch this movie again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a one and done for sure. <laughs> but it, it's worth the watch. I remember that. Yeah, it's a it's a good one and done at that. Oh yeah. Um, speaking of of things of this nature, is there any is there any celebrity or athlete that you would just absolutely love to see in the ring? Oh fuck! I was gonna say Shaq, but now that's been satisfied. That, like he, been, yeah, he he did a AEW, <laughs> correct? Yeah, yeah, that was great. He was like really like good wrestler too, which is the best part. I uh, so I'm trying. Fucking Caitlyn Jenner, dude. <laughs> uh, I mean. I- Oh, okay. Matt's dropping knowledge over here. <laughs> Goonies music video. I, I feel like at this point, uh, WWE could just like full lean into like city they are, and just have like come back and do a match or something. <laughs> like, oh yeah, just like totally oh, do it. Um. Okay, so what what is your vote though for uh? What about Let's think of another field. What what do you think about MMA fighters doing wrestling? I think it can be cool. Like, I don't know. It's um I don't know. I think it's cool that they're a lot more like credible when they come in. Like it's a lot better than just some like random dude who looks like he could be like my coworker. Right. And he's just like tearing up the ring like the best uh transition was Ken Shamrock. Absolutely. I'd say it. I think it would be cool to see like, like Mirko Cop or something become a wrestler. Like, I feel I feel like those guys are a lot more credible than like any other professional wrestler. So oh, I think yeah. it'd be cool to see a lot more of them. Honestly, I always thought Chael Sonnen would fucking do some kind of because he's always talking wrestling and fucking, you know, being a heel and talking shit. And then I yeah, just, definitely. But I'm surprised that um that Colby Covington hasn't tried to like become a wrestler yet, but I feel like he's still got some fights left in him, so he's not he's not touching that yet. I don't I don't know if that dude could work a decent wrestling angle. I mean, from what I I've think, seen. I think he's just like a good enough asshole. Like everybody yeah. hates him already. Absolutely. I feel is like he's the, is that the Trump guy? I'm I don't know yeah, about he, that, yeah. but like he, he he's like the 
full. Oh, go mega. ahead. He went full. That was the dude who like went full mega and then got his like got knocked out. Yeah, that? he got knocked okay, out. But yeah. by who? It, it was it was really good like fight making. Like they they didn't even have to like add a story to it or anything. It was just like oh, watch this Mexican guy beat the shit out of the Trump supporters. <laughs> Oh, yeah. See, that's why people pay for those things. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. Uh, okay, so if we, so I apologize that we can't do this podcast in person, but uh, if we were in person, I need to let you know that you have a coupon now. I will write a physical copy and get it to you. I will take a bump uh, at some point. If you would like, I will write you a coupon good for one bump. Oh shit! From me. Does it, this mean I can just like unexpectedly walk up and like put you through a door during a Gorgatron show or something? I mean, I don't know if you know. I might have to have some stipulations. If the show is at a time bomb event. If if what if it yeah, was yeah, a time yeah. bomb event? I will I will give you a non expiration date coupon for me taking <laughs> one bump. Well, I'm going to have to take you up on that deal then. Okay. Uh, I already gave out a free hamburger barbecue coupon to one of my other friends. Uh, oh, shit. So that I would have taken that. Well, see, I can't give everyone these coupons, man. They, you know, everyone gets a special one. Oh, definitely. You can't be, uh, you can't be doing the same shit with everybody. That's uh, no. it's not cool. This is a business, Eric. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I will absolutely use that coupon. Okay. Sick. I'm down. I mean, I don't want to get like pulled out of bed and be like, "Hey dude, wake up. We're gonna, we're going to put you to a table quick." <laughs> It'll be okay. I'm freaking fucking coupon. Yeah, uh maybe it won't work like the hardcore was it the hardcore title belt that you have to defend at 24/7? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think the coupon will work like that. I don't think it'll end well for me. Well, that's, that's fair, I guess. So we'll do it at a time bomb show. Okay, excellent. Um, I will, And you have to surprise me. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say that because I might end up on some barbed wire. <laughs> I'll just, like, walk up behind you with some fucking, like, shower doors. <laughs> back, back of the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Knocked unconscious. Don't even fucking throw shit at you. Yeah. Um, Cam, do you have any specific questions for Eric? Um, not really. I mean, we pretty much covered everything. Uh, we did your plugs earlier, but we can do them again. Um, do you have any questions for us? Um. Hmm. Yeah, I have a question for Cam. Uh, how many times? How many times do you think you've been canceled? Uh, just since I've moved to Fargo or like my whole cuz I Yeah, just since you've moved to Fargo. Um I'd say a good like I don't know, 15. <laughs> that's being nice. that's being conservative. Uh but that's a, that's a... you know, but like who's really canceling anybody? Like you know, if you really think about it, we're all just canceled. Well, yeah, and those canceling are only just exiting themselves from the the cool fun party. That's what it is. <laughs> I I'm still you know, having fun. In our own little special way, we're all just canceled. So yeah, maybe yeah. 
<laughs> maybe the maybe the cancellations were the real friends we made along the way. I actually <laughs> uh, next week. <laughs> Uh, I have, t- I'm looking at a property for, uh, my shop and then I'm also planning on possibly turning it into a, you know, my domicile as well as a workplace so I can just incorporate it all. But it happens to be literally next door to the main hub in town that has canceled me. So that, that's, <laughs> ho- that, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I, I feel some drama stirring on that one. So it'll, looking, I'll throw shows there, but, and it will people will show up to see what the oorahs <laughs> about. There will be there will be three venues in a literal one block radius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be like it's the Roaring Twenties of cancellation. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, that that shit's just it, it's goofy, or it works for people that will capitulate and grovel, you know, and. We've had a handful yeah. of friends and bands in different cities where someone's like, this person, this, and then they make this big apology, and that's not enough. And before you know it, you know, they're saying, well, oh, I can't do anything anymore. It's like, yeah, you can. Just go do it. <laughs> so, the, all, I, all I will say is that the internet has scrambled all of our brains. Yeah, <laughs> and, all the- and everyone's aware of it, but yet they still allow it. It's really upsetting. Yeah. One hundred percent, yeah. So, but, well, that was my, that was my. Uh, that's gonna spicy be qu- out of this whole hour and a half convo. That's gonna be the clip that's gonna get cut up on Twitter. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then and then I'll have to put out my iPhone notes apology. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! Oh, that's fucking awesome. That's good stuff. iPhone notes apology. That's good shit, man. <laughs> Isn't that gross if that's the trend though? Like people, it's almost like some people are looking for a reason to do their, their their, their iPhone notes apology. Like, oh, yeah, this is my opportunity. I finally get to do one on my notes. <laughs> like, yeah. so I think the funniest thing about the iPhone notes apology is that people act like copy and paste doesn't exist for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> And that and that kind of bugs me on a lot of things, not particularly just iPhone apologies, but you see a lot of things where it's like, you know, we have the technology to make this a little better, and you're aware of it. Could have just typed it out on the platform they posted it on. Who am I? Or hot take, you could just not take social media so seriously. Weird. I imagine they go to like canceled.com, and there's like different like copy like like copy pasta for like different scenarios you just like <laughs> you pop that into your notes app screenshot it and you're good to go it's all created by some nefarious group on 4chan as a joke <laughs> 4chan that's uh that's you're t- you're talking some old school stuff right yeah, there from the original like forum days of the internet if anyone remembers those like you know wrestling had a forum page bands did and then we would hijack other bands' forums. Good times. That's where 4chan and now everybody, now everybody just runs to Discord because they they can't be funny on Twitter anymore. Right. Oh, Discord. That's funny. That's like a gaming thing. So Discord is, and you can help me out with this, Eric. But it's a it's a site where you can. It's kind of like social media, but then you can have like phone calls over PC to PC. Uh, and then do they have like a board or something you can post on as well? Social media. <laughs> oh, I yeah. mean, like it's just 
I don't know. It's a cool like message board is what I kind of compare it to. Like, and like, we just make like stupid emojis of shit. And like, I don't know. It's, it's fun. Like it's a lot more like, uh, I don't know. You can, you can have a lot more fun on there without everybody in the entire world judging you like on most social media. Right. Um, so if you were to get a sponsor from a fast food company, which one would you prefer? Not a sponsor, I don't think, or a sponsorship. Like, if you got picked up by a huge chain, which one would you want it to be? Okay, so this isn't fast food, but I've been trying for so long. I am trying so hard to get Olive Garden to sponsor time, Bob. Olive Garden. And like, yeah, they are just completely ignoring me, and it's bullshit. Like, it is I bullshit. Give them so- Olive Garden presents I- Time so Bomb Pro Wrestling. Dude. <laughs> I think it would be awesome to see some product placement between the Olive Garden and the Time Brom relationship. Like Kane did the Chef Boyardee commercials. <laughs> like it would be like that with Orin and like breadsticks and shit. <laughs> I can uh I can see it now. It's like in the middle of the match he's like, oh he's he's looking under the ring for some it's all you can eat breadsticks. It's all you can eat bread and he's just chucking breadsticks and shit. There's that quick minute before the bell ring where like and this match is brought to you by endless shrimp. <laughs> Oh my! Just like throw, throw like a pan of like fettuccine alfredo at somebody like piping hot or some shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> and then like a wrestler does his finisher move, and then he whips out the cheese grater and he starts shredding cheese oh. on the dude. <laughs> but it's like the rotary one that they use at Olive Garden, so yeah. you're like does, spinning it. Up. Does Olive Garden have like a cool? I don't know anything about Twitter, but from what I see by proxy is like Burger King has like a presence on there, like where they make jokes is Olive Garden on that level of like, they're in on the joke. They're like, I don't know. I don't think they are. I think they still think they're like fine dining. They're still like, yeah. 63 year old social media manager. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I, they're not out there like tweeting, like, like anime pictures of like breadsticks or anything. Like they're not there yet. Well, they'll, they'll eventually when their fucking social media manager dies or something. Yeah, we'll we'll they, we'll figure out a way to shoehorn in there. Just keep calling them out. Yeah, dude. just keep calling them out. I do. I'm just like I literally just at them. I'm like, why are you dodging me? Like, why do you like like tweets except for mine? Like, do you uh? Do you send I get them those ha- motherfuckers like thirty dollars a week. Like, <laughs> have you have you sent them handwritten letters? No, that's the next step. I should do that. Sixty-three-year-old social media manager—they don't read DMs. (laughs) They read handwritten snail mail letters, dude. All right, it's time for me to pitch my Olive Garden sponsorship via snail mail. Just make sure that you write it out in your notes, screenshot it, and then print it on a piece of paper. Yes, (laughs) that's the most efficient way to do it. They'll be like, "Oh no, what did this guy do?" (laughs) Right. See, if you send them a letter once a week, somebody at their corporate office is going to be like, okay, can we just give him what he wants so I don't have to look at this fucking shit for another day? And in their eyes, in their eyes they're thinking a minimum of $1 million budget. So, <laughs> Just like, yeah, these shows cost me like twenty grand each to put on, so I'm going to like at least hundred grand. Oh, yeah. And think about the production value. 
I'm going to need at least probably 2,000 breadsticks oh, on yeah. top of that. You could do an event. Yeah. You could do an event where every one of your wrestlers carbo loaded with Olive Garden beforehand. <laughs> and I'm just on the mic like he's gonna, he's gonna build, he's gonna <laughs> all the fettuccine Alfredo. It would, it would be great. <laughs> well, I think we have covered a lot of ground. We have, uh, we've gone over everything. Everything there is in the world. We've talked about... We did. We did cover pretty much everything. We've covered a lot of things. We've talked about gimmicks. We've talked about things. Super male vitality. Super male vitality. We've talked about everything. I gave you a bump coupon. We're going to combine wrestling and live music. It's all happening. Perfect. I'm I'm into it. Yeah, I can officially say everything is coming up Millhouse. (laughs) <laughs> so uh eric one last time you should plug what you want to plug real hard right now Olive Garden. all right so <laughs> yes go to olive garden yell at your waitress ask them why they are not sponsoring time bomb pro <laughs> do not tip them until they sponsor time bomb <laughs> all right uh here's my hard plug Sunday, 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 here to stay, Time Bomb Pro, live from the Time Bomb Dojo, a.k.a. the Sex Dungeon, a.k.a. the Murder Basement. We got four fucking matches. We got glass breaking. We got ass kicking. Uh, I would say you'll buy the seat, but you only need the edge, but you can't be there. So fucking tune in on YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube. Follow us at Time Bomb Pro on everything. Uh, Yeah, that's all I got to say. So... Thank you guys for having me on. Hey, thank you for chit-chatting. Uh, so I will let everybody know they'll be on the edge of their sofas on Sunday. <laughs> oh, yeah, one last thing. Eric, what time do I need to be there on Saturday to set up? And show? Uh, um, good question. Because <laughs> we're pros here. Uh, uh, show starts at 7, so do you want to – I'm trying to think. How much time do you think you need? Uh, I'm only doing two cameras, so – I don't, I'm not yeah. bringing my computer stuff, so I just I'll do a quick setup, get lighting properly, and then we'll be good to go. I mean, if you want to come at like four thirty or five, I'll be there literally all day. So yeah. that works. So that means you should show up at five thirty a.m. Yeah, I'm already up <laughs> at that time anyway. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll be there. All right, all right, Eric. All well, right. It, this was fun. Hey, I think we'll do this again. Does that sound good? Yeah, just let me know whenever I'm down to just chit-chat about super male vitality. <laughs> okay, excellent. All right, well, signing off, we will catch you next time. All right. Uh, okay, you can edit this out. I'm just going to stop recording. You can keep talking if you want. Bye, Eric. All right, see you.